0: Welcome to Think and Reimagined, produced by Live Abundantly.
1: Live Abundantly is committed to justice, equity, equality, diversity, and inclusion, For the creation of a global society which respects the rights and well-being of all citizens. We invite you to visit our website livesabundantly.com to support our initiatives for women, youth and children. Thinking Reimagined. Changing the mindset
0: for For a better better global society. society.
1: Dr. Ama Onyerima is the founder and also the executive director Live Abundantly Empowerment Initiative. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you for having
1: me. Everybody believes, you know, in the home, he's the leader of the home. He's the captain of the ship. And then you just obey submissiveness. That's exactly the way they put it. So how should women go about it to ensure that, you know, their rights are maintained, but at the same time, they also know that in the home, there must be a, a king. I don't know about having a (laughs) cake in your home. That's a little bit... Too much. Too much.
0: Uh, But when you get into a marriage, it's a partnership. Marriage is a partnership between two people. Yes, some people have marriage based on religion. Some have it based on um, cultural laws. Some have it just based on the laws of the the country. But Uh, marriage is a partnership. It's not um, servitude. It's not a role of servitude that women are playing in marriage. So let's start with the gender equality bill that wasn't passed last year. That bill would have helped tremendously to address the issues of domestic violence. That bill would have stopped the discrimination of women in terms of access to employment, in terms of rights to owning property, in terms of access to education. So we live in a country where half the population is treated as a second-class citizen, meaning women. And we're dealing with um, male privilege, so to speak. And the reason the bill wasn't passed is because, as you said, the men felt that, you know, uh, religion does not allow me to give you that right. But we do have the right as human beings to equal access to education, to employment, to property. But we don't have that coming up in Nigeria right now. So more has to be done from the governmental level, as well as advocacy like agencies like
1: ours. Uh, okay, we'll come to what, what can be done. But let's, let's just look at one of the courses of domestic violence, really, because um, if you read some statistics, you hear that you know when women are not empowered, you know, in homes when they are not able to contribute, you know, anything to, to the upkeep of the family. The man believes he works so hard to get everything, to provide everything for you. So you just have to be there and listen to me. That That's one, one issue. Then on the other hand, women that are also empowered and at the point that they, they get maybe they, they are more financially buoyant than the men. That's creates that another kind of violence in the homes again. So looking at this, what do you think women, you know, are, are, How do you think women can can actually be empowered to ensure that they are not vulnerable to, you know, all kinds of violence domestically? Well, vulnerability is the
0: key word that you used here. Vulnerability is the way you feel in a situation, right? If you don't feel vulnerable in a situation, then you are empowered and you know your rights and you can speak up the other thing is women need to be more vocal we need to talk about these issues we don't talk about domestic violence that occurs in our homes because historically we're told not to discuss those things you know it's a family matter and so we sort of put it underneath and we continue to live in that situation the reality is as i said earlier on if you've been beaten once if you've been raped if you've been attacked even within your own home it is going to be repeated to the point where you can be murdered. So you do need to speak up. You do need to take action. You need to address these issues. Even as an educated, empowered woman, there is no shame in telling the truth. The shame is in not speaking the truth. The truth is we live in a society where women are treated as second-class citizens. We live in a society where there isn't a gender equality and equity bill. We live in a society where 74% of the women are illiterate, as opposed to 43% of the men. There is a bias against women, and women and men should support us in addressing this bias. Otherwise, it will continue for generations. And we're still dealing with the issue of access to education for women or for girls. And if women can have the resources they need for them to be part of nation building, That shouldn't be the discussion we're having now because if you go back to prehistorical time, women participated in government. They were involved in administration. They were involved in the community. They were mediators and all of that changed with the advent of colonialism. You know, the wonderful missionaries and colonials came here to give us civilization and with that came education, but education was biased when they left. They gave more credence to the men getting education. Being educated gives you more latitude to access the political, the social, the
1: economic structure of a society. Uh. We have a disparity. Now you don't think that is happening already because I know uh, unlike before so many women are getting involved in politics at the moment so many people are speaking up and by the way if you say people who are violated once should speak out uh, you know should talk mm-hmm. about it uh, for many who are watching you and who, who are in this category of women who are being battered on a daily basis where and who should they be speaking to where exactly do they get help? The first thing that you do is go
0: to the police. The police have a gender mm-hmm. unit. You report it to the police. And if you have been raped, they have a center that you can go to where you the the you know the test will be done, the rape kit will be performed, and you can state, you know, the nature of the incidents. And the perpetrators can be prosecuted. They are laws against it. There is punishment. Right? So the first thing is to report it. The second thing is to seek psychological Um, support you know if you need therapy to get that therapy and then of course you have to remind yourself that you are not at fault it is not your fault that you're being violated it's the perpetrator's fault but you have to speak up and you have to take action and it's even more important that you do that for the sake of the girls that you're raising if you have girls in your family because if you don't do that they go into marriage Believe in that that is appropriate behavior. It is not. No one has the right to violate you, none at all. And we do have a law in this country that was passed in 2013 that protects women against domestic violence. Thank you for listening to Thinking Reimagined.
1: We invite you to subscribe to our podcast.
0: And welcome your comments, insights, and learnings
1: as we well strive to transform our global society.
0: A change in mindset,
1: engagement,
0: collaboration, dialogue, awareness,
1: and education. Thinking, thinking reimagined, changing the mindset for a, a better, better global society. society.